theme song. The Hello Kitty thing. Like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up Gitchy Gitchy Goo means that I love you. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. To do. Everywhere you go. Dun, dun, dun. Take a look at the five and ten. Dun, dun. It's glistening once again. Dun, dun. With candy canes and silver lanes aglow. Dun, 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 dun. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store, dun, dun, dun. but the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. Dun, dun, dun. A pair of half a okay, we still <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone! Just so we're clear, I had no idea that was happening. <laughs> I was like, eat your heart out, Michael Bublé. I was like, <laughs> I gotta do that, because this is... Spoiler alert, the only Christmas type episode that we're going to be doing, and it's Christmas movies that aren't Christmas movies. Yes, yes, yes. So we are also just, we're not really getting the Christmas spirit this year. Not for lack of trying, though. Yes, we were <laughs> supposed to have another Christmas episode last week. Um, but of course, sadly, and just ironically, I guess you got COVID. Yeah, it was a rough time. Um, so we weren't able to record an episode and we just had to skip, which we always hate doing. Yes. If we skip, we'd like to at least have it some scheduled and let you guys know. Mm -hmm. And it was the day before on Sunday. I was like, hey, Brad. So yeah. <laughs> bad so, news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I felt I, I hated it, but it's um, it's fine. We are back now. We've got another episode. It's our only Christmas episode. Um, but we've also just got a shitload to talk about before we even get to that. I have to tell talk about Comic-Con. All right. Yes. Comic-Con. It was, it was so much fun. I went to Comic-Con. Sadly, you uh, could not go. Yes. For numerous reasons now. <laughs> yes. But um, it, it was really fun for me. I, you know, a bunch of cool cosplays and everything. I'll post those. Um, but the biggest like highlight, I'll just skip to it, is I met Kevin Smith. Which is really awesome. I went to his q and A. I I was the second person to ask him a question. Oh, yeah. You haven't talked to me about this at all yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm really intrigued. Um, I think so. It was it was really weird. The security that was also like supposed to be organizing us sucked because I'm pretty sure I had like the cheapest, like the general admission one. You had to pay to go to this, mm -hmm. but you could also pay for like VIP or priority. And then there was... Um, just I guess general I think I was general but I was so confused because they weren't talking to us and they weren't talking loud like a bunch mm -hmm. of people I have hearing problem but a bunch of people were like I can't hear what they're saying and so I got in the priority line and pretty quickly realized I don't think I'm supposed to be in this line but I was like the line over there is fucking huge and I'm not I'm going to be like one of the last people there so I'm not doing that I'm just staying here um, and it worked they let me through and didn't really pay attention which was great um, so because of that, I got real close to the stage and also got to be the second person to ask him a question. Um, and it was really cool. My question to him, this is something that's been going on for a while and, or that I've wondered for a while. And cause he did a comic run of green arrow in like the early two thousands. Mm -hmm. And it's a really good like comic run. It's probably one of his better comic book runs. 
Um, he puts Jay himself and uh, Jay in there. Uh, oh, Jay that's and great. Silent Bob. Uh, but anyways, so he does, he does, he did this and he has talked about, um, directing flash and Supergirl a lot. Um, he's directed like, I want to say three episodes of each show or something like that. But I asked him, I was like, why have you never done arrow? Like, why did you never do Arrow? You were, you were famous for doing green arrow. Mm -hmm. Like it would have been so cool if you directed an arrow episode. He, he's gone on in the past saying like, if you're a director on those shows you're not doing anything you're kind of just there to fill a space because those shows are so efficient and they run and everything and i understand that but um he he got he told me more about this and it was so interesting mm -hmm. so apparently um he was working on a project with um mark guggenheim's wife mark guggenheim being the person that kind of runs the cw shows mm -hmm. and it's kind of like the main person there um he was working on this project with his wife like a long time ago. Didn't pan out exactly. And so the wife didn't really like him. And then time went by. They got divorced and everything. People kept tweeting like, hey, we'd love for you to do Arrow or something like that. Or, you know, basically what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. um, he sees him at this party and he knows that he's not the biggest fan of him. But he's it was I think it was after Tusk, I think, or something like that. Um, and so Mark Guggenheim is trying to be polite. He's like, Oh, you know, great work and everything. And then, and then he asks, he's like, Hey, you know, I, I really love arrow. I got some experience with the green arrow. Uh, I'd love to do an episode or something like that. And Mark Guggenheim goes, you know, I don't think, uh, I don't think arrows going to be for you. Uh, it's, it's not really your kind of show. You can, do you like it? Legends. We can get you on legends. He didn't do legends, but, uh, it's fair. Can't even be mad. It got bad. Yes. <laughs> I also went to their Q and a, um, which was fun, but yeah. So apparently it was just kind of just background drama of like, he, of people didn't like him, uh, which it, well, the higher ups didn't like him. People like Melissa Bonet's or Grant Gustin, like or people that work on those shows more directly. They love Kevin Smith. Mm -hmm. Every time uh, they didn't have an act or a director, they'd just be like, call Kevin, call Kevin. <laughs> um, and it's, it's really interesting. And also just answer that question. Cause I was like, why didn't he ever do one? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's very interesting to me. Um, and then he also, that was my question, and it resolved a lot of questions. I also asked him, like, if he would ever do a Green Arrow movie, um, because I know, you know, as he had said, with, like, it's not really directing job and everything. Mm -hmm. He's not really that kind of guy. That He says that uh, those are the movies that he likes to watch, but those aren't the movies that he makes, which is very fair. Yeah, and looking back at what he's done, it makes sense. Yeah, he's also... Um, I, I would just think Green Arrow because he's handled a story with him pretty well. But at the same time, uh, he all he has done a Batman run um, because he loves Batman more mm -hmm. than any character. Yeah. And uh, he didn't do so well with a character that he loves. Really? He made well, he made um, he, <laughs> going into it. He had Poison Ivy be the villain and the villain. And because it was Poison Ivy, she was using uh, cannabis uh like and it and it like caught on fire and so batman got high um because he's a huge stoner okay and he also was telling the story there's like this huge thing in the batman year one where he's he puts on this very dramatic show for the crime bosses that all the crime bosses are meeting i'll try to make this fast um all the crime bosses are meeting batman knows about it so he like goes outside sets up like flashlights and explosions and to make like this grand entrance and make like this huge speech and 
in Kevin Smith's story, he reminisces on that night and tells Catwoman or Black Widow. No, not Black Widow, Black Canary. One of those um, that the explosions, he was too close to it. And so it made him release his uh, bladder. And so he pissed himself. Okay. So he was, I think he was trying to just go for like some more relatable, like, oh, look, Batman is, you know, whatever. But it was just like, you made Batman piss himself. Yeah. (laughs) The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. It's not a great look. Not a great look. He has done a Daredevil run, which is mid. I'll say it's mid. But uh, Green Arrow was great. And so why I was wondering. But um, so, yeah, no Green Arrow movie. But the crazy thing, somebody was asking him about... um, I think it was I think it was um, the one that Dogma Mm -hmm. we 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 really want to watch Dogma we haven't watched it yet but um, somebody was asking him about that and so and for some reason whenever he does Q&A's it's really just story time Mm -hmm. like sometimes he won't even really answer the question like I think the last person had asked him um, if there was somebody in the world somebody that he wanted to work with who would it be and he kind of just went I really don't know the answer, but last time I thought that was whenever I worked with uh, Johnny Depp and kind of went into that story. So he kind of dodged the question by just telling another story and he does that a lot, but it's always, he's so fun at telling stories. It's like the best, he's the best at water cooler chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's always just fun to go and listen to his stories. And for some reason he said, you guys want to know my next five movies? I know his next five movies. And, and what are they? I've got it right here. Um, so, the next movie that he's going to be doing is a toss up because apparently he's got some rights issues with the mall rats movie. Um, that is with, I think universal somebody it's with the production company that I'm forgetting at the moment and they're fighting over the rights and it has to do with, um, since he's so low budget, they put him with a a different, um, district or something that he wants 7 million for COVID costs. Um, but they said that we don't do anything over 5 million. Mm. Um, and then, but at the, so like he's been in a standstill with that, but then he was talking with Lionsgate who he did clerks three with, and they said, we've got connections with them. Maybe we can have something that happen. It's just 2 million, which is, I know it's such a crazy thing to say, yeah. but it, but in that world it is, it's just like, it's 2 million. I don't know. Maybe Lionsgate will put that up. Um, and they get a share or something, but so he wants to do the sequel to mall rats, which is, which he is currently calling twilight of the mall rats. Okay. That might be his next one, but in case something doesn't happen with that, or, or if that drags out, he's got a pivot movie, um, which is, he's calling it the four thirty movie. I don't know what that means. And I gotta be honest, I forget get what that means yeah it's a pivot movie it's an idea that he's wanting to do and it's some so that might be the next one too depending on how mall rats works out okay if it's not the next one it'll be the one after that um then he has i love that you lost composure just thinking about it i don't i don't even know what this is. he's apparently found a love for tusk again oh that movie i've heard is so bad <laughs> because he's not only doing um because he's doing this movie called moose jaws Okay, which is supposedly I think it's going to be another like Tusk type scenario. But don't but before we even get into that, um, the movie after Moose Jaws is Tusk 2. Okay, <laughs> he wants to do so it. He's really committed. But, it, but it's I've got the title here. It's, you know, um, have you heard that story about James Cameron uh, trying to pitch the Alien sequel? No. 
it's uh, supposedly we don't know if this is real, but supposedly he went into a uh the production company's boardroom, wrote alien on the wall, and the uh heads were like, Okay, yeah, alien, you know, very successful movie that mm-hmm. we love. And then he just went and he just added an S at the end, and then the heads were like, oh, Whoa, like what? And then he added um two sides to make it a money sign at the end, and they were just like, Oh my god, yes. You, you're you're sold. You've got to make the next Aliens movie and stuff like that. Um, but so now the ne- his Tusk sequel is going to be called Tusks, Tusks mm-hmm. with a money sign at the end. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> and then the final one, which this shouldn't be a surprise. Um, he's he's got this thing with trilogies at the moment because he just finished Clerks mm-hmm. three and he wants to do one more. But this one he can't do for another ten years. Because he's wanting to do another Jay and Silent Bob movie mm-hmm. and Jay and Silent Bob 3. What the idea is, he, him and Jay did uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. And then 10 years later, they did Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, give or take a few years, um, with, which included um, Kevin's daughter, Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harley Quinn Smith. Um, at, and this is a spoiler. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, Harley Quinn Smith plays Jay's daughter. Yeah. And then Kevin thinks it would be an amazing idea if in 10 years, because Jay, Jason Muse has a daughter, Logan, who is about seven at the, at the time of recording this. Mm -hmm. So he, what he wants is in 10 years, Logan to grow up and be Harley Quinn's daughter and thus Jason Jay's granddaughter. (laughs) And they'll probably have to go stop another movie or Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, so that those are his next five movies. Okay. And then at some point, I've told you this before, uh, he's going to be doing a hockey movie. This is the one that he said is going to be his final movie. Mm-hmm. It's a hockey biography biopic of Wayne Gretzky. Okay. I think is the, the hockey player's name. And he's announced that's his final movie whenever he does it. He said that like a long time ago, that might have changed. I think that was before that was like well before the heart attack and everything. So I don't know. If that's the case, but I would imagine he would still want to do that movie at some point. Mm-hmm. Whether that will be his last one, I don't know. But yeah, I I loved all of it. It was so nice to. I thought it would go to like one thirty in the morning. It luckily it, it was two hours the Q and A, which was nice. I think they usually go for like an hour, so that was really good and just just a, such a great time. I I heard stories I had already heard. I heard new ones. It was so nice and everything. Um, and th- get this, get this. He apparently at these cons has scheduled breaks to go smoke a joint. That's fantastic. <laughs> they literally uh, like he'll be uh, like at the booth or something and then somebody will come up to him and be like, hey, it's time for your break. And he's like, great. And then he goes outside and smokes. He apparently, though, um, because of the heart attack, he's on blood thinners and he's lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. So now and it's fucking freezing and Columbus. So he apparently went out and went, fuck no, and went back inside. <laughs> That's valid. So which is really fucking funny to me. Um, so yes, that is my Kevin Smith story. I've met Kevin Smith. Um, does your life feel complete? It, no, it doesn't feel complete until I work with him. That's valid. But it was just like such an amazing, like, oh my God. Yeah. There was another kid. There was a kid that was 22 as well. He was asking about, I think some of the dogma stuff as well. And then Kevin was like, how old are you? And then he was like 22 and he was like, he was just like so amazing. I was like, I was so jealous. I was like, this fucker's getting the reaction from him that I want. I'm 22 too. God damn it. <laughs> but I was like, oh, fuck it. You, you did get an answer to your long question you yeah. had for like 10 years or something. Um, 
Okay, so as for the news, we've got it's all trailers basically. Yeah. Um, let's start with one that I'm actually really excited about because I want to. We haven't really gotten to sink our teeth into this world yet. Yeah. And it's uh, there's a new Transformers movie. Yes. So it's Rise of the Beast. Which, yes. And this is six. I believe this is seven technically if you count Bumblebee, but six. No. Yeah, there's five, and then Bumblebee. Oh, then this is seventh. So oh, this yeah. is the seventh one. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, you would count Bumblebee. Um, so I don't. I'm interested to get into this world. I don't care if it's good. I don't care if it's bad. Because I'm like, I want to just be in this world and talk about it and critique it and whatever. Yeah, because one hasn't been released while we've done this podcast. Yes, I'm very excited about that. At the same time, this one, I believe, is based off of like a spinoff show that was, I want to, I should look it up. I want to say it's like early 2000s 3D stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, which I don't know, maybe not the case. I haven't watched this show, but it's really weird. Um, It's kind of, it's kind of, it sounds like a, they just needed a title. And they found this thing and they were like, we can make a movie off of that. Um, I'm going to see when this came out. It also looks well, while you talk about it, I'm just going to talk about the trailer and kind of what I thought. Um, it looks kind of like they're going back to their roots a little bit. Just of like what the original movies were. And I mean, you can disagree if you want, but I like it seems like they're taking a step back and they're like, we're just going to have some fun. Oh, my God. Pete Davidson's in this. This movie just got a thousand times better. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> OK, uh, anyways. So, yes, it's I would say if it's returning to its roots, then it would be worse because it would be the Michael Bay stuff. But no, it's doing it from what I can tell from like the reactions of this. It seems to be that it they're going the Bumblebee route, which is like more accurate designs and stuff like that. But it's not as accurate as Bumblebee. People seem to be going like that's that doesn't look as good, mm-hmm. um, which I guess can be fair. There is also the added thing of what's the point of these transformers transforming into an- or animals? So I think there are different, like either alien or different type of people that were on their planet. Mm-hmm. We've just- got Ron Perlman playing Optimus primal, which is the gorilla one. Okay. And then I have no idea who's playing. The so other then ones. it has to be a different <clears throat> species of some sort, because in two it's revealed that Optimus is the last prime. He's not a prime. The primal isn't. No. Okay. That that actually is something I know. He is not a prime, or I think if you get into like some retcons or something, he's the culmination of a bunch of different primes or something like that. I don't know a lot about the my Transformers lore, That's I'll fair. be honest. But like I do know he's not a prime. Also, it's they just call him that because, you know, gorilla. Mm-hmm. And um it's I I just am also kind of just I'm very curious. I'm very like, hmm, because we had the Dinobots. Yeah, so is the Dinobots the one with the Romeo and Juliet law? Yes. Okay, that's the one I saw. They're also in the fifth one, but they're they they're not there for long. Yeah. So I don't. I remember thinking, "Wow, dinosaurs, cool!" And that was cool. I remember, mm. like, I was like fifteen. I was like, oh, "It looks sick." Are you, are you um, excited for this? Where it's a gorilla, and a cheetah, and an eagle, or something? I'm intrigued. The the <laughs> fact that they're animals is just kind of like, okay, cool. That's interesting. It seems weird. I like I like the design of the new like actual autobots personally yeah like the girl i think i'm gonna assume it's a girl the pink one um um i oh i do know her name that's like hanging in the van in the trailer yeah yeah, and the missile goes through she was in bumblebee that yeah that was sick she was also in the michael bay ones but that was like an awful look i think she looks really nice in that i think she looks clean (laughs) i'm just googled Um, the uh, female transform i also like um i don't know his full name 
what is his name? Um, he's in in the Heights, the, the the lead of the movie. I don't know. I didn't watch in the Heights. No, but like the lead, Anthony R- R- uh, Ramos. Ramos. Okay. Um, he he plays the main guy in this. RC. Okay, yeah, I like her. She looks cool. RC. Um, and I, I like Anthony Ramos. I think he's a pretty good actor. Um, which I, one is he playing? He's the main guy. Like oh, he's the, a, the person, like the oh, human. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that comes out of the car while it's and, like transforming. Oh, no. The, and Pete Davidson is that car. Fantastic. No. Uh, <laughs> Why are we um, putting him in stuff? I don't know, but I like He's that it's bothering you. He's already getting all the bitches for some reason. <laughs> I already, I like that it's bothering you. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to keep running with it. Uh, but I, it looks interesting. I like that it's not, uh, fuck, I don't know his name. Who's, who played in the last two? Oh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I'm just glad it's not him. Honestly, I'm glad it's just a different family. Like, yeah. just, just give me different people. And no, I, that, I'm happy really with it, to be honest. Because... I didn't really I kind of stopped caring after two until Bumblebee came mm-hmm. and then I just really like Bumblebee and it, it was great. So I watch Bumblebee. Um, it's fantastic. So, yeah, I'm I've got mixed emotions on this, but it's for the most part excited. It's been it's been diminished a bit more now, Yeah, that's fair. but uh, still still excited. We've also got Indiana Jones trailer and it's called Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. This looks better than the other two. The other three or four however we call this is five this is the fifth one okay so i've only so seen the better, first two so it looks better than the first one it, no it looks better <laughs> than the second one the second one was rough isn't the second one the really racist one temple of doom yes second yeah. one is the rich religious one with like okay. the sacrifices and that's shit. the last crusade yes with the with sean connery as the father yes so yes you haven't seen that i haven't one. seen that one yet um and then the last one is with shia labeouf um i heard that was rough yeah, I've heard that too. Um, so I'm, I'm, this one looks interesting. I'm, a, I'm more open. It looks yes. better. It has the girl from Fleabag, and I can't remember her name at the moment. She's very good. Um, but she's a fantastic actress. Isn't she? Isn't she the one that wrote Fleabag? Yeah, yeah. She, she did a one woman, uh, one act play. Oh yeah. And then Amazon basically saw it and was like, "Hey, make a whole show." I'm sure. And then she, she just ran. You know what? I'm sure she is a fantastic, fantastic actress. I would say she's a better writer. Fleabag's fantastic. Yep. Have you um, finished it? No. You should. Okay. Very good. Has a lot I, of religious. I will try. Videos. There are some, not controversy, but alarming points that a lot of people have with it. So we knew that there was going to be a de-aging scene, and we even see it in this trailer. Mm-hmm. They take the sack off his head, and he's a de-aged, young-looking um, Harrison Ford or Indiana Jones. And it looks pretty good. So it doesn't look bad. No, it, it looks. We've got. We've come a long way. Yeah, in for sure. Um, but people are wondering now with the uh, name of the movie, Dial of Destiny, which is usually um, Spear of Destiny. I think mm-hmm. is like that's a popular yeah. Indiana Jones um, game and Librarian. Stuff. The first one was Spear mm-hmm. of Destiny. But also, um, well, there's a lot of Spear of Destiny. I know. So. I that's just making. It's also in Legends. Yeah, I'm just making a reference. Okay. Um, <laughs> But people are now concerned if there's going to be a time travel element to this. I hope not. Or that could just be a flashback. I actually, I there was somebody at the con dressed as uh, Indiana Jones, and I think his kid was dre- dressed as um, the young Indiana Jones from the TV show. But um, and he was that. That's literally what he was said. He was like, "If it's a time travel thing, I don't know. If it's a flashback thing, great." Yeah, here's like, I love time travel. One of my favorite movies is Back to the Future. But Indiana Jones? That's a far fetch. Yeah. Especially because, A, 
in, in like the first movie, if he just didn't show up, <laughs> nothing would have happened. Everything would have been fine. I want that to be this movie too. And I kind of hope it's the same thing. And that, <laughs> that's kind of the only way I think it'll work is if it's like, cause he's talking about like magic. So there's definitely yeah. something mystical happening in this. Mm-hmm. I just hope they don't go too far because like two was a little too far for me. That that's why like I stopped watching yeah. them because Alyssa is like obsessed with them. You and should, really wants me to finish them. You should watch three. I'm gonna have to watch four as I well, Maybe. just to get to five. Maybe, but at the same time, it's um, two is rough because of the race. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what makes that rough, and why it would be rough for you. The third one is about him and his father. That's fair. It's just a nice like him. You should watch the third one, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm very interested in this. It's it's Harrison Ford. He says it's really great. I trust that if he's doing it, this is also it's going to be fun at least. This is also like the one film franchise he loves. Yeah, that's true. He loves this because he has returned to it twice now. Yeah, after like a finishing quote unquote. It's like like he's famous in so many different uh, franchises and stuff, but he mm-hmm. hates them all. <laughs> I just hope that they don't because it looks like they're going to do like what they tried to do in like a uh, Pirates Five, where it's like you're a little mm. washed up, but they only can but do he that. He is really old. He is, and that's fine. But they can't keep doing that plot of like you're washed up, but then we scoop, then you still do it. Like yeah. that's that gets it's old fast. Of, no they, pun intended. They kind of do that in it's a weird thing in the third James Bond, the Daniel Craig James Bond, uh, Skyfall. It like a running point is like you're so old, James Bond. You can't do a you can't even do a push up or something like or a pull up or anything like that. And it's like it's this plot point thing. But then there's two more movies where he's just in the prime and he's just really good at this. But he's like 10 years older mm-hmm. each time or something. Um, so it's it's an interesting thing whenever they do that. But well, and they do it with a lot of things. Like if they yeah. want to like make a final one or bring it back for one movie or Die something. Hard sounds about right. Yes. Like like they they kind of just keep it going and then do a washed up one. And mm-hmm. it can be done well. But once. it's once. It can be done well once. Usually they mess up the first time and then have a good plot the second time, but then it's just boring. Well, hey, that might be what it is here because they definitely fucked it up last time. Yeah, I heard it wasn't great. But I don't don't know. I didn't watch it, but did they do the washed up thing for the fourth one? Uh, Or was it just because I know like Shia LaBeouf was like his apprentice or something. Yeah, well, they definitely were trying to like pass the mantle with Shia LaBeouf, which... Do you think they'll reference Shia LaBeouf in this? I don't know. He went crazy, so we'll see. (laughs) Do you think they'll just be like, ah, you know, he... I don't know. He got married or something. Um, well, it, Harrison Ford got married in that movie too, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, no, he didn't get married. But I was thinking, like, maybe that's what they'll say. Yeah. Um, like, oh, he got married and then he's done with the life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm open though. I'm definitely open. We're gonna watch yeah, it. We're gonna review it and watch it. It's like, I don't know why we're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll watch it. I just um, then there is the. This is probably the big trailer. We've got some other ones that I'd like to talk about, but I actually want to talk about it later. Guardians of the Galaxy got a trailer. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's going to make me fucking cry. There is a lot in this movie. Now, you have <gasps> said twice now, not on the show, but to me, Drax is going to die. Drax is going to die. Why do you think that? Because a, this movie is very racket, rocket focused. I agree. A, um, Dave Bautista is like, I'm done with Guardians after Guardians 3. Um, so that's why I think he's going to so die. That's also a different thing. So I don't know. That could still be the case, but... He said that after James Gunn got fired. It's true. So he he had said, like, I'm going to finish out my contractual obligation to Marvel and then I'm done. 
uh, because he was pissed. But now that's not the case anymore. If anything, James Gunn is in a much better position yeah. now. He's running DC. All because he got fired. I know. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. But uh, because of some tweets, he should fucking like pin those tweets. He now. should. Um, no, they're awful. They're bad tweets. I I'll know. admit. But um, so I don't know. He may have changed his mind on that with how things have been. And that's fair. I don't know. But I also think a the scene of Peter uh, like screaming, crying mm-hmm. over what looks like some type of hospital type of bed situation mm-hmm. um, makes me think someone's going to die and they can't do Gamora because they already did that yeah. and brought her he, back he from a different time. He may not have been happy with that. It's true, but I don't. He may be, have been like, I wanted to kill her, but it's it's stupid to yeah, probably if, to bring her back and kill her again. So I don't think she's going to be the one. And then this is, though, this is going to be like the last time that we see this group together. Like they're they're This is kind of the end of the James Gunn Guardians. Yeah. If they continue Guardians of the Galaxy uh, in the MCU, they might be doing they might just have to do another team or they'll do like maybe they'll do the old team from um, Guardians 2, like the Yondu one with Stallone and mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus, Michael Rosenbaum. Um, yeah. So maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll just do a completely new team, something like that. I don't know. But it seems to be that this is this is going to be the last time we see these characters really together. I'm curious how that's going to work, though, because they definitely like kind of set up Peter to get back with Gamora at some point. Yeah. We're learning about Rocket's backstory, which is going to make me ball my eyes out, but yeah. I'm ready. I've got a lot to talk about with that. Yeah, I know. But, but okay. before we jump into that part, because that's a whole conversation, I just I, I'm going to be I'd be kind of shocked if we didn't see at least half the team again later. Well, I think it's kind of just dealing with the aftermath with Peter and Gamora. You could just say that they, I don't know, found a planet to terrorize and then they just kind of retired. Um, you could do something like that. I'm just spitballing. I don't know what they'll yeah. actually do. They are running nowhere though, so they could kind of. That's settle, also true. They could you know, do that. And just kind of. Um, Mantis is definitely tied to Peter, so mm-hmm. that's going to be staying there. Um, you could probably just throw Cracklin wherever you want. He's a fun character. Though. Yeah, he'd probably do it. Um, Drax, I don't know. Maybe they'll kill him. Maybe they won't. Maybe I don't know. But it, it may be. It, it seems like Dave Batista is dead. Also, he's. They're done with that um, shirts irritate my nipples thing because yeah. he's done wearing or he's done being shirtless in these. Yeah. Yeah. I've also, noticed all that. The, all the makeup. Because he's in it now. Like in the in the trailer, he has like that suit on. Yeah. And he also did it for the um, holiday special. And yeah, he I guess he just he wore a shirt for Tony's funeral and he was like, you know what? Gonna keep doing this. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, I think Rocket. Then we get to Rocket. Yeah. I don't think he's leaving the group yet. I think he's dying. You think he's going to die? I think he's going to die. Oh, I think I thought he was going to be reunited with his otter. I think this is well, that's also the thing. I think there's a lot of speculation for it, but maybe he dies and the otter joins the new team. That is an option. So how this seems to be playing out, this is all speculation, but at the same time seems pretty reliable from the trailer. High evolutionary is the villain of this. Who, Which is um the kid from no where the Millers and no, all that no that's Adam Warlock oh okay he's oh geez there is a lot to that um so supposedly the High Evolutionary is the one that wanted to steal from those people and w- and is because we also see that monster from the second Guardians one at the beginning mm-hmm. that they were first attacking we see that in this trailer yeah so there is now the theory that. The high evolutionary was behind that and he sent the monster for them and they fought 
and he was trying to steal from those that race of people the gold people i'm forgetting what they're called um and then uh the guardians got in the way they went off and did their own thing with ego then um and then kind of oh the sovereign that's what they're called then they kind of betrayed the sovereign the sovereign were like we want to take them back so they started creating adam warlock got the help of high evolutionary because they didn't know that he was behind the attack and so he kind of will put in uh his own two cents on how to make adam warlock adam warlock will probably be a villain for a bit and then they're mates and will probably he'll probably just be on the next team too so do you think they're maybe trying to build the next team with this movie and maybe keep a few that were there? I think, add that, a couple I think new it's people. more of James Gunn is playing with these characters and Marvel will just kind of take what they can in a way that makes sense. Adam Warlock, you just got uh, that guy from where the Millers and he's probably going to want to do a few more of mm-hmm. these movies. So you got him for a bit. The Otter already seems loved. So why not try to yeah. take him unless she dies as well? I don't know. But the old characters, that's probably the ones that you would do away with. And as it turns out for Rocket with the High Evolutionary, it seems to be that the High Evolutionary is the one that fucked with Rocket. And he was supposedly, he also says that he's broken out of so many prisons. And that was the first one is the theory. That was the first one. In that first one is probably where the otter came from. Mm -hmm. And it's, I believe it's his wife. Yeah, it's it's like his girlfriend slash wife from what I've gathered. And so and they've just been separated yeah. because it's this awful thing. They come back and all that. Um, and he even has the line in this, Peter, I'm done running. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be like this is the, definitely going to be a very rocket focused one. I think this could be the one where we decide that we kill Rocket. I'd be sad. Oh, absolutely. Rocket's my favorite guardian. Oh, yeah. He was also, I it's will Lady, say. Uh, it's Lady Gaga playing the otter. That's fantastic. Yeah. I will say, though, anyone besides basically Hawkeye from the original people left after the snap mm. are dead or gone. Bruce. Bru- okay. Bruce and Hawkeye. <laughs> two out I'm of like, eight Bruce people. Bruce is actually fine right okay, now. Okay. Two out of eight it's people. six people. It was just six? Yeah. Okay. It's Hawkeye, Black Widow, um, Iron Man, Cap, Cap Hulk. Who was Thor? Thor. Sorry. Thor's fine. Yeah, Thor's fine. Okay. So, so it's half, half the team's dead. So killing Rocket could make sense, I'll mm-hmm. admit. I think they're going to have to do that well, though, because I he think, is loved. Oh, he is loved, but I think it's saying well, like they're going to do it in a way that is heart jerking yeah, and it's going to make it very emotional. What is but that do? is good. That's the thing. That's also the last thing. So if they do kill Rocket, that kind of leaves screwed up in the air. Mm-hmm. You can be done with this character. I think that's really just going to depend on Ben, Ben Diesel. Yeah. Um, and you know, he might be done with these two. He's obviously trying to prepare for his finale. I hope it's finale um, <laughs> with like all the fast and furious movies. Kind yeah, of coming to he only has to say one line and so many languages. And that is also paycheck. true. So it just depends on if he wants to keep going with it. But at the same time, you could probably just go like, uh, yeah, Groot's, Groot was too heartbroken from Rocket's death. Yeah, or you could just be like, he's working with, uh, what's his face? Chris and, or not Chris, fuck. He's on Nowhere. <laughs> working with Peter on Nowhere. Like, you can definitely kind of, like, retire some of them mm-hmm. and then just replace them. You're definitely right. So, yeah, that seems to be what this is, but I'm I'm very interested in this. Oh, I think there is one more theory about what's going to happen in this. I think the High Evolutionary's goal is ego. He wants ego, he so want, he, he needs Peter. 
No, he wants to turn Eco into like this grotesque, like one of his abominations. Okay. He wants a celestial because apparently, I think it was confirmed that High Evolutionary was buying the spinal fluid from nowhere. Okay. And thus, and that now is not a thing because Thanos does. Yeah, Thanos destroyed nowhere. Um, so that's just not so a source anymore. So now he's going to ego who is just a dead planet floating in space. Mm -hmm. And he is going to just play with them and turn them into one of his machines and awful things. So it's going to be them fighting that. And now we also have the added benefit of Mantis is also ego's daughter. So yeah. Um, a lot in this movie. So do you think the Eternals are going to come around then? Not in this. No, not in this. Okay. Not in this. I I still think think Rocket's going to have an exosuit. I still stand. Ooh. Oh, right. With the... No, I don't. With the body parts? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think that's going to show up anywhere. If I'm wrong, I'll eat my foot. He's... You know what I'll say? You really? No, I won't actually eat you my fucking what? foot. I want a real bet, though. You okay. want to make this a bet? Let's make a bet. What's the bet? I'll give you five bucks if I'm wrong. <laughs> I want... I don't want money. What do you want? I want, like... Oh, what could I make you watch? You can make me have to watch three to five episodes of something. Okay. I, I'm very down for this. Um, I'm going to decide it now. What should I make you watch? Three to five episodes? Three to five. It's going to be five. Depending on what it is. If it's like hour long episodes, three. If they're like half an hour or 20 minutes, five. Can I make you watch one arc of Naruto? No. You <laughs> can make me begin Naruto. I'll even do it off the watch list thing we you can't- have. <sighs> That like tells you how to watch but it. No, because only five episodes there. It's only going to get to like, hey, I'm Naruto and I I can make a lot of me and that's it. So <laughs> you got shit. This okay. is what I'm giving you. Maybe I won't come up with the episode. Right, or okay, the that's show right fine. Now. But, but okay. mark it down now. This is our bet. And then I'll, I'll figure out what I get from you. OK, OK. I'll think about that. I like this. I like this bet. I'll make this bet. All right. So last uh, last bits of news before I also get into a whole nother thing. Um Let's talk about the last of us trailer. Yes. So the reason I bring this one up because it is because I think this is something that we're going to be very interested in because this it's the, it's the TV show. It's the HBO TV show that's based off of the video game. And I believe a lot of the, if it's not inspired by, it's definitely a lot of the same vibes as Logan. Mm -hmm. This is maybe the inspiration for Logan which is arguably the best superhero movie. So it's the thing of, I think we're going to be interested in this. Oh, we definitely are. So I think we have to watch this. And um, you kept asking me, so is it zombies? I just do something. I got to be be honest. I don't know either. Cool. (laughs) I've never played this game. I really don't even know that much about it, but I do know from the trailer that there was some sort of weird, is that a plant monster? Maybe it looked like, it looked like his head was split open Yeah, and he looked big. He looks like an evil fiery Groot. I love it. It I'm open. It looks so terrifying and cool. Um, Pedro Pascal is in it. It, He, he looks great. Um, just, you were saying like a hell of a cast. Yeah. Um, Uh, who did it have that? I was like, Oh damn. Um, had someone else. I was like, huh. We could look it up. The Last of Us cast. Just showing me the game. There we go. So, uh, Bella Ramsey is Ellie. Pedro Pascal is Joel. Those are like the main two. Uh, we've also got Nick Offerman. Uh, we've got, I don't know a lot of these people. We've got Lamar Johnson. 
Nick Offerman, I think, is who I was thinking of. Yes, Nick Offerman is from Parks and Rec. Yes. There was a girl. Ashley Johnson? Maybe. Nicole Park. Nico Parker. I don't think it was Nico Parker. Storm Reed. Storm Reed sounds familiar. Melanie Linsky. Storm's in Euphoria. That's why she sounds familiar. Who? Storm. Oh, well, that might make it. That might be it then. Okay. But yeah. But anyways stacked cast um i'm that's what intrigued me most it looks good it does it looks really interesting are they gonna release all the episodes or is it gonna be weekly it's probably gonna be weekly of course this is going to be like the same thing as like game of thrones Mm -hmm. um what are some westworld um harley quinn no because these are like hbo mac hbo originals Mm -hmm. these aren't hbo max these these are like those shows where it's like like sopranos or yeah uh game of thrones or um i even forget the last one but no it's like i think that's the kind of level that they're bringing not the hbo max stuff where it's like they they produce a thing a minute you know Mm -hmm. so i think this is supposed to be like a very big deal and i'm i'm excited for it no i'm open so yeah and then the last thing the last trailer um is Kind of just surprised me. I didn't even know about it, but I heard about it, and now I really want to do it and play it. Is there's a new Hellboy game? Yes, and the art's like comic booky. It's it's it is Mike McNolda's Hellboy, mm-hmm. uh, Web of Weird. It's called, but it's no, it literally like it's from the creator, I guess, or the art style is, and that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it, looks it looks great. Sick. And just like you only get one line from Hellboy, but it's a good line of just like me i'm mad (laughs) and it's great i love it he's fighting this like werewolf type thing and it's i'm so excited for this we're gonna play it absolutely uh so that that's all i had to say i was just like i i love this because i also love hellboy yeah yeah those the first uh, yeah no i just i I like them all they're all fun i like them you haven't seen the david harbour one no i have not seen the new one and it's I've heard or people say it's bad and there is bad CGI in it. I'll I'll admit that. Yeah. But I like that movie too because it's it's also like there's a it's like eight foot Hellboy, but he's also fighting a hundred thousand foot giant or something. And yeah. it's just like, okay, this is weird and interesting. Um, so I, I love it. I'm excited. Um and then the 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 big news thing that aren't trailers is there's been a big DC shakeup. Yeah. Um, Because James Gunn now has recently come out and kind of given us more hints as to what is going to be happening. He's been talking about it. We know that his plan is going to be taking effect after uh, Aquaman 2, the the Lost Kingdom. Which comes out next Christmas, I believe. Yeah, so we still have a whole nother year of this. DC bullshit. Yeah. Besides Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle looks great. Blue Beetle does look great. And um, he, he said like. Some stuff he's keeping, some stuff they're not. The general consensus is that they're getting rid of the Snyderverse stuff. Yeah. Which is so fair. Which is fair, but sad because no. that also means the other news that Wonder Woman is over. Yes. And Gal Gadot uh, is gone. These are some of the news that we know about. Um, sorry, I wrote something weird. That was funny. Um, so the things that we know that are changing is Wonder Woman 3 is not continuing yeah which is not surprising um how that worked is that's not a james gunn thing as far as i know that's a um patty jenkins put in the script for wonder woman 3 she did wonder woman 2 uh 1984 which did not do well and yeah. is not critically well uh reviewed um and they said we don't want this uh do something else and she said i won't do anything else and so she's just left and so wonder woman 3 is not happening mm. um 
Gal Gadot may still be attached. Hard to say at the moment. She is a very good Wonder Woman. Um, a lot of people keep saying she gives like Christopher Reeve vibes for Wonder Woman, which is mm-hmm. absolutely fair. Um, so that's that is a sad thing, but I don't know. I liked eighty four. I didn't watch it, if I'm being honest. I I liked it for other reasons. There's I think <laughs> I heard it was fun. You know what I liked about it? I just like that um uh what's Chris Pine's character's name? I don't even know. But uh he's a pilot in this and it's like 40 years later and he's just geeking out about the planes and he's just and whenever he's looking at the future he's just he's there's no like old man like what the fuck is this like current day it's just him being like cool and i was like i like this it's yeah. fun um and it i guess it does that one feels like it does give christopher reese vibes or at least those superman movie mm-hmm. vibes um anyways i like it uh there are some other news uh, Jason Momoa will no longer be playing Aquaman. Yeah. But do you know who he will be playing? I know they, there's a rumor or I, something. At the moment, they're saying, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, that they're going to bring him in to play Lobo. Yeah. Which, great cast, great casting, yeah. but like such a strange uh, turn. It's also going to be the first time that someone played some, uh, one character in a universe and then swapped. Quote unquote. I, I feel like that's not true, but to this level. Kind of, yes. I, I'm sure there are some. I can't think of any. So maybe I am right. Uh, Wait, Chris Evans. Okay, who did he play before, before Captain America? Human Torch. Yeah, but that's not in the same universe. This isn't going to be either. That's true. <laughs> but it's like, it, it, that's that's all. But yeah, so he's supposed, he might be playing Lobo, which he's much more better suited for Lobo. Mm-hmm. I like his Aquaman. I think they're kind of just like, eh, that's all tainted because of Amber Heard, so we're just going to toss that's it and restart. also very fair. Um, and then I just, I wrote here, Pattinson may win the Hunger Bats. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. You got it. So there's a bunch of Batman at the moment. And so, and with this, they're kind of wanting to clean the slate. We're getting Michael Keaton in The Flash. Whenever The Flash comes out, that is. Yeah. Um. Oh, I did write that here. Oh, yeah. So, like, we're, we should still be getting that, but he was also supposed to be in Batgirl, but that got canceled. Mm-hmm. Also, Ben Affleck is supposed to be in the Flash movie as well. He's returning and also maybe in the Aquaman movie. Um, so there's a bunch of different Batman at the moment, but it seems like they're wanting to clean slate. The only one that they are wanting to move on with is the Matt Reeves, uh, Robert Pattinson uh, Batman. Which that was a good movie. It is a good movie. The question that that brings is, will he be the main line? No, will he needs he... to be separate. If he's the main one, it's going to ruin it. <laughs> but what if they don't? What if <sighs> they make bad. it? They, they, wanted, they definitely want to do a Batman. So it means that they either have to do two Batman or they make Pattinson the main line. I don't think Pattinson should be the main line. I, I like the world he's in. fully disagree with you. But at the same time, I'm also okay with it. I'm okay with either choice, but I think they def. I think James Gunn wants to keep things cleaner. I look. I think they shouldn't have honestly gotten James Gunn and Peter Safran. They should have just done just a bunch of movies that didn't fucking connect, and they tell different stories, and you mm-hmm. let the creator do it. But they don't. They're not doing that. So this is what I think is going to happen. I'm fine with Pattinson. I think he's honestly like a pretty good Batman, and if it's mainline uh, Batman, I'm okay with that. Do I think it would be better if he's off in a separate universe and you just keep you just kind of push that to the corner and every once in a while we get one? Yeah, but they're moving forward with the other projects too, like the um, what isn't Penguin getting a show or something? I think so. Or Matt Reeves is doing a bunch of Batman. He's doing like a Arkham stuff. Asylum one. 
show mm-hmm. and then something else. And they're still continuing with those, which I think is strange. I feel like if you're wanting to like kind of clean house a bit and make things less confusing, you go, you can get Batman and then that's it. And mm-hmm. that's a lot. So don't fucking complain. But they're still giving them more. So I don't know. I think I think they're probably going to keep it a separate world. That's my that's my theory, at least. Hard to say. But I at the so. moment, um, he's winning the Hunger Games of Batman. Yeah, so. he is. Um, and then that's. Oh, no, there is one more thing. <laughs> what? So Henry Cavill has left The Witcher to be- play Superman. Yes. But he's not playing Superman. They're, they're not moving forward. With Are you Man serious? Of Steel too. No, he's not going. They're not doing it. He, so he left The Witcher for uh, nothing. nothing. Or, I mean, they might bring him in for something else. Like, maybe they'll do something else. But they're not doing a Man of Steel 2. If they do, it's a reboot. And maybe they'll use him, or they might just want to say, new guy. Yeah, because they are killing the Snyderverse. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just fucking crazy that he was like, oh, he's left The Witcher for Superman. Um, but I think he left The Witcher for his own personal reasons. Yeah. But it, it definitely did seem that he wanted to come back as Superman. Um. They also there was some reports on him coming into the uh, Black Adam movie as Superman. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, they did have a plan to bring back Henry Cavill. I think they wanted to do it with a Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline, which, you know, the CW verse has already done, Mm -hmm. which is honestly like a really good test ground for them. Or it was it was a good testing ground for stories and characters and ideas that they would use. So it would make sense that they wanted to do that. And during that storyline was when they wanted to bring back Henry Cavill Superman. But then the rock said, you're going to do what I say mm-hmm. and I have the fans on my side. So you're going to bring back Henry Cavill Superman for this. And honestly, I think the rock's a dick because that was stupid. Don't. Yeah. Cause it set up a weird thing. Cause now you're like, so you're going to fight Superman it, before you even fight Shazam. It makes and- it confusing. It's never going to happen uh, because also black Adam. <laughs> have you been saying that too? Which thing? Uh, it it's made no money. Like it's, yeah, no, it like barely it like broke even yeah. or something. But the rock and it was fine. Yeah, but the rock has been talking a lot of shit and just going like, um, actually, Black Adam has made money and like he's been going off and people have been like saying like, oh, you know, will we see it? And it's like no, no, it's made money, it's made money. And then some people have, I think even Warner Brothers have gone. Well, if we look at the numbers and look at like merch sales and, you know, we're, we're going to be doing DVDs and all that stuff. It's like it's going to make some money, but it's just like it's not going to like break the box office. So it, it didn't it. No, if we're talking box office, it's a bomb. Yeah. Um, And just I don't think they're going to move forward with it. Maybe I think they'll keep them just because it's the rock, but I don't know if it'll be like as big. Don't. as the rock wants just, it to just be just don't like it's yeah it's a fine movie but just i don't give a shit enough about it i like shazam if you fight shazam, shazam it's interesting in it, so shazam is not a part of this equation that's true. i hope shazam stays i think i think so i don't know uh we're definitely getting the next movie yeah um and i do kind of like that um i like zachary levi i love zachary levi again yeah i would have loved to have seen shazam versus black adam but we didn't get that so we can't we can't say like maybe we'll get that Maybe the third one will be Shazam versus Black Adam. I mm, I don't know. That's fair. I just don't know. I think with honestly how much uh, Dwayne Johnson feels like he's the boss in this situation. If I was James Gunner, Peter Saffron, I'd go get out. Sir, I will. I would. I would love 
I love <clears throat> to say that to The Rock. Yeah. Because he ju- he's also just seeming like a dick about it now. Yeah, from what I'm hearing, he was kind of a douche. It but- sounds like it, so I'm just like, you're fired. Fuck off. I wouldn't care. Eh. I don't know. Anyways, that's the big DC shake th- shake up and shake down. I was gonna say. Um, so just a lot of a lot of things happening. Um, I believe no word on Blue Beetle. I mean, which is good news. They released I think. a poster. Well, no, they did release a poster, but like in terms of like if it's going to be in the new universe, if they're moving forward with it, if it's in the plants or anything like that, they're probably seeing how it does. Yeah, ab- well, absolutely. But I think at the moment, no news is good news. I agree. Well, and I it looks so good. It does look the good. Suit the suit looks so good. I like the actor. He seems mm-hmm. he seems like it hasn't all gone to his head yet. So, yeah, I I'm excited. I am, too. I, I hope I hope it's good. and I hope they can. I just hope it's its own contained story so you can connect it to the new universe mm-hmm. and not connect it to weird um, other stuff that we're already going like, nah, it's dead. Yeah. So. I hope, but I don't know. We'll have to just wait and see for the movie. Um, but let's get into the today's topic. topic. All right. So we got four movies. Yes. it's Christmas. These are Christmas movies that are not Christmas movies. Yes. So do you want to start with my favorite Christmas movie first that you watched for the first time? Yes, let's do Alrighty. it. This is also the movie I watched first. Yeah. So, which is not it's the last it, movie I watched. Again, you should probably be able to guess this one. Yeah. Because it's the most famous one of these yeah. and why we decided to do this. Which is Die Hard. We're watching Die Hard. Oh, and we it did is watch the, Die Hard. Yes. Um, and we should do a Die Hard commentary. We totally should do a Die Hard commentary. Should, should that be the drunk one? Maybe. We want to do a drunk movie commentary. That's a good one. Yeah. I, Severus Snape was a, was a really good villain again. I, um, he is a good villain. He's such a good villain. I hate that he's dead. <laughs> I know. It breaks my heart. Um. Anyways, oh, backtracking. I, well, now I really want to do a drunk uh, commentary of of Die Hard. <laughs> maybe, maybe next Christmas that'll oh, be our thing. Okay, maybe. Um, but anyways, yeah, Die Hard. So it's yeah. All I've written here is great notes. I didn't really do that many notes on these. I just, but I the quotes are amazing. They're so good. I sent you one, and it was like, um, uh, well, I'm not the one who just got my ass handed to me, Dwayne. <laughs> and then. Whenever Al's like, hey, Roy, how you doing? Feeling pretty fucking underappreciated. <laughs> fucking great liners. The humor is like Bruce Willis, like definitely just laid the humor oh, yeah. out. 100%. I'm, I'm not the one that just got butt fucked on national TV, Dwayne. How you feeling, Roy? Pretty fucking unappreciated, Al. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And I think I just I forget how I am always like, yeah, it's my favorite Christmas movie. But I always forget how much I just thoroughly enjoy watching this man wreck havoc to these terrorists on christmas it's the beginning of kind of a genre but it's it's really a great one because you see a lot of originality in Mm -hmm. this even like because like um why the fuck am i forgetting the main character's name bruce willis yeah oh like like the actual character's name Mm -hmm. uh john mcclain john mcclain like well yes john mcclain now has become this like parody character that has gone and done some weird shit but in this movie it's just he's just a cop with with just I don't know, a fucking personality. Yeah. And that's kind of all it is because he's just there trying to like save his marriage or something. And then suddenly it gets fucking hijacked by terrorists or just thieves or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, well, I'm going to climb around in the elevator shafts and uh, try to and like punch out some Russian dudes or French dudes or whatever. Germans. <laughs> Germans yeah, sure. And now I've got a machine gun. I love that. Now I've got a machine gun. Uh-huh. Oh, God, that was oh, rough. Oh, that oh, first yeah. death, you're like, ooh. 
It's great though. It is. The violence is mm-hmm. like really good, especially for the time. Yeah. Which I mean, it's an eighties action flick. You, there's not a lot of wrong you could, you could really do at that point. Great. Uh, I thought there would be more of, cause it's this building that's supposed to be like very high tech and mm-hmm. futuristic and, I thought there was going to be a lot of more them playing him playing with that stuff, but it's not. It's just him climbing around in between the walls and, mm-hmm. and elevator shafts and going like, oh, I'm just going to I'm going to throw you out a window or something like they that. They more play on the like uh, construction aspect of it because it's not finished yet. The building better. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really great. I also love that he's. One, he's just wreaking havoc, but also he's just trying. I love while he's trying to get the cops attention. So he's like calling these numbers and they're like, we've already had a number there. Stop prank calling us mm-hmm. and then all that stuff. But then they get Al there and he's he's seeming to be like this lazy cop. And then suddenly it's just like, here's a body on your car. Yeah. I was like, got your fucking attention now. huh? And yeah. then they start shooting at him and he crashes and he's like, all right, we need help now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. Like it took so much because and then I love whenever uh, the teacher from or the principal slash teacher from a uh, breakfast club shows up. Dwayne, oh, I forget. And I love it. I oh, love it so right. much. Oh, that is him. I mm-hmm. didn't even notice. And the reporter is the douchebag from Ghostbusters one that blew up the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, great, great bad guys that just annoy the shit out of you. I love the kind of just hierarchy and competence mm-hmm. of the police force. Because the higher it gets, the worse they are. It really is. The FBI are fucking no, they're jokes. Awful. They're gun nuts and just that, it's that, just like they're like ex-soldiers that miss the old days or something. I know. The guy's like, it's just like Saigon. I was in middle school, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. But then you've also just got the police captain that's just trying to take credit. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Al who's actually just like, what's the situation, Roy? Yeah, <laughs> what can I do to help you here? Because yeah. obviously you're you're the only one that has a brain. But I also just love the fact that like they're dealing, they're dealing, they're setting up the rules and dealing what they have, which is Hans Gruber can hear the conversations that mm-hmm. um, Bruce Willis's John McClane is having with the cops. So he like, he can't reveal his identity. He's like, oh, I can't tell you that he has to like deal with ways to do it. And it's an interesting thing because now you've got it. That's the, that's the setup for great quotes is like, put yourself in a very unique situation where you have to talk like this and just like he's a cop and he's he fucking doesn't uh respect Hans Gruber at all. So he's just gonna say things like, Yippee guy, yay, motherfucker. I know. I love it. <laughs> well, and- but it's also I never knew the build up to that, which is that Hans Gruber is calling him like what he doesn't even call him what um he wants, and he calls him something and then uh McLean goes, I always picture myself more as a cowboy. Yeah. Or like a, a Roy Rogers mm-hmm. type character. And then that's the thing of like, okay, well, now we're, we've established that I'm a cowboy. What does a cowboy say? Yippee ki yay. And then it's like, yippee ki yay, motherfucker. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the, the setup for that is really brilliant. While some movies will just try, kind of, for, yeah. They'll just throw out one liners and hope it sticks. But it's like, you need the, it's, um, Fuck, it's like uh, Tom Welling says on Smallville a lot. He's like, you have to work for these Mm -hmm. moments. And this one works for those moments that are really well. And it just makes it really great. And it makes them pay off. It's really fun. I enjoy it a lot. Um, I also... Oh, fuck, I lost what I was going to say. Sorry. No, you're fine. I, I had just, to go off on the quotes. I love how much you loved this movie. It makes my heart so happy because it it's really my I favorite Chris. I won't Christmas. watch a sequel. That's I refuse. Fine. I own all five. I've only seen one and five, though, so I that's what's great. I refuse to watch the they other ones. They just got worse. That's the whole reason. 
if you want to do, if you want us to do commentaries, like tell us. But yeah. otherwise, I'm never I watching. Heard, this. I, I'm, I'm going to watch them all. I think two was still pretty good, but I think uh, it got really bad after that. Yeah. Um, because like Die Hard, Die Hard two, Die Harder, and then I know there's die one where he has vengeance. to like yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance. The names get ridiculous. Yeah. Too. I know there's one where he like has to go to Russia because his son is there or mm-hmm. something. And that's the one. That's five. That's what uh, I've geez. seen. <laughs> well, and it's kind of like, have you seen Skyscraper with The Rock? Yes, I have. This is that's just this on crack. Oh god, yeah. Like think about it. It's not a great movie. It's fun. That's that's what I thought they were going to do cuz that movie does do the like oh it's a very high tech building mm-hmm. and like the mirror room and I thought it was going to go into that territory but it didn't. And it made it better. Yes. Yeah, the movie's great. Well, and, I, <laughs> and Hans was a great villain. I love whenever like uh he meets Hans for the first time. So and- here's <laughs> here's what i want to say like the what really because we were going to do this and i was going to do this but i really was interested in this movie because uh kevin smith is a is a friend or was friends with um the fuck what's the actor's name i don't know who plays hans i can't remember uh, his name. with the actor of hans he's in dogma um he i forget the character he plays in dogma but he's he's in that they work together and just since then they've been friends apparently Mm -hmm. every year he would call kevin up and he gave him like this um dog christmas tree ornament every year he would call him up and be like is the dog on the tree Mm -hmm. and then that and be like yes and it's like then all is well um kind of a thing but and so like they were really great friends he was telling about it and the first time that he saw him was in die hard Oh, that's great. And he he went to watch it for Bruce Willis, but he left going like that Hans Gruber, though. Like, what an amazing actor and stuff like that. And so he was just telling this. I was like, well, now I want to watch Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it really does pay off. He's so fun and interesting. He brings like this classical element, which I think is really great. It adds like a snobs versus mm-hmm. um uh snobs versus hobbs story mm-hmm. yeah where it's just like you've got the rough and tumble cop and then you've got this sophisticated uh cr- criminal terrorist guy and everything i do like that scene where um he's giving the demands i was literally just thinking about that and he the, starts naming random groups like which i saw him on the news the other day yeah it's like i don't uh, know i'm just trying to distract them because it, i don't want him here and everything it's like oh no that is that's that's brilliant like yeah. I, didn't even, I don't think I've seen that in other movies which is it's so strange when you watch these older movies and then you're like I don't think I've ever seen that before mm-hmm. and it's like why haven't we seen that since and I'm sure some people have some people have done those things but it's just like that's a very small detail that I've I don't think I've noticed in other movies I've I'm thinking about it I don't can't think of another one and just that's personally. weird <laughs> yeah because it was good and it, mm-hmm. it was interesting and then like when the FBI comes and they're like well we're gonna double cross because we're still in the bail bonds so then we're gonna mm-hmm. fake our deaths and da 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 they do a whole thing and they're like so how many will you get and they're like uh well only like 20 percent will die and like I can live with that mm-hmm. it's just like you're fucking jokes and he Literally. knows it and even Al's like they're doing the terrorist playbook like universal playbook and that, that's just not always correct Mm. And I think I love that, like, they built up, like, they have no idea what they're doing. And it literally comes down to two cops, one who won't even pull a gun who's yes. outside. And then the one who's just killing them one by one. He literally is just like, I don't care. I'll kill him. But it's also a very interesting thing making uh, giving that backstory for Al. It is because it's it's him accepting that it was a mistake. And it's even one that you could say is unforgivable. But they they do it at the end. So you're already like, I like this character. Mm-hmm. And they also make it's a mistake. And it's one that he wishes that he never had. So you 
I, I did kind of judge him. I was like, you shot a kid. That's yeah. really fucked up. But at the same time, I was like, I, I like you, though. It's hard. And, but, and then they made it pay off whenever mm-hmm. the blondie comes back out after yeah, he, he definitely it, should have died. But, we'll, <laughs> but that, we'll, we'll ignore that for this premise. When blondie comes out and it, I think his name's Fritz and he, he they he's uh, John just tackles his wife down and he just mm-hmm. shoots him. And Tw- then Al shoots him. Yeah, Alice. And yeah. I think that and that, and that paid was off the, well. That was the. um yeah, the character development. Mm-hmm. I, I think I did laugh whenever that happened because I was like, so his character arc is he shot someone? <laughs> well, I think it's that he found his rhythm yes, as a cop I know. again it's just, through John. It's interesting in this age of how we view cops. that It's like, oh, the character arc is he's willing to shoot someone again. <laughs> yes. It, it, if that was today, it'd be like, oh, that's a little rough. Yeah, but no, it, it's very interesting and it is done well because it's, well, one, it's, he shoots a person that, very much deserved mm-hmm. to be shot so it's fine but um i i also want to go back to the um oh it was another hans gruber moment i feel was it whenever he uh, ellis was being a dickhead oh god let's talk about that yeah so ellis who is the worst of the worst he's trying to sleep with john's wife while also high on cocaine thinks he's like the biggest thing since the best thing since betty white which he is not <laughs> even close and then just straight up tries to sell him out yeah. he does try to uh, like sell him out in a way that he supposedly should save john too mm-hmm. like it, he, they won't i don't know they probably would have but killed john him anyways. knew what he was dealing with no Ellis no no had but no i can understand like he was going he was just com- a complete fucking idiot but i like that he wasn't trying to go like hey john just you're dead anyways or something like that he was he was lying to them and all that but mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. And once he got shot, I was just like, this is your own fault. Yeah, I was okay with that. He walked into that room with big dick energy. And he ha- did not pay off. I was like, motherfucker, you look like a small dick dude yeah, right you now. Like, you know? I love he's like, you got all of that already? <gasps> Shocking. He's yeah. like, oh, you're so dead. You're so dead. I was, yeah. I was like, did he die? I don't remember if he died. I was like, oh, he's dead. There's Absolutely. No way. The first time I watched it, I was even like, there's no way this guy's making it. There's just <laughs> no way. Well, and then, of course, that leads to him realizing that John is uh, is his wife's husband. Yes. Uh, well, no, not that. Not the Ellis thing. No, not the Ellis. It was. Um, oh, the news. Let's talk about that. Yes, it that was the dickhead. News. So he goes to their house with their nanny and kids, threatens to get the nanny mm-hmm. uh, deported. And so she lets him in. And then he goes, so your dad and mom are going to die tonight. What do you want to say to them? <laughs> What type of fuckhead does that? These kids are like under 10. Jeez. I hated him. I wanted to die so bad. Oh, he got punched. Yeah, the wife. And that also paid off. So he has a lot of good payoffs. It just decks him right in the face. It's also just interesting that they they set up even the goons. Like, you know the goons' names because it's also in a way that's smart because John wants to know their names Mm -hmm. so that he can keep track of how many people he has to kill and also... Fuck with them. Fuck with them. And like, he does... I don't even think he means to do it for the first one but he kills the first german and that creates a relationship where now he's got this rival of the brother because the brother is looking for revenge Mm -hmm. for his brother and i was like oh this is interesting we know that brother's name it was like kazi or something Mm -hmm. um and then like you get these other characters names these other goons and i was like how rewarding that we we get to see these and then they fight off i know what i wanted to talk about i wanted to talk about (coughs) so sorry hans gruber and John finally meeting. Yes. That's that's a great moment. Let's talk about that because it starts off with, do you think John knew from the get-go? Yeah, because he didn't give him the gun with the ammo. Why not shoot him? 
I think he wanted to be sure. If he was a good guy and he did, and he had a gun with no bullets, he could protect him. If he was a bad guy and he had a gun with bullets, he could easily kill him. And he tried to. Yeah. John only lived because that gun had no bullets. So do you think he didn't know until he gave him the gun with no bullets? I think he wasn't positive until he tried to shoot him. I think he was like, I don't trust you. Okay. Because I think he was well, like, damn, no- he, uh, John McClane's a good actor, too, because I was thinking he like m- knew the whole time or. Or he didn't know the whole time. He's, it seemed like he didn't know until he gave him the gun. I I think he was suspicious because mm-hmm. there's no way because he was struggling just to stay alive and wander around. So the fact that this random ass yeah. businessman could do it, he's probably like, this is a little sketchy. Also, he was being weird and like, we got to go this way. And like, it's like, well, why do you want to go that way? And the gun mm-hmm. and everything. Oh, but he knows. Oh, that's right. He knows because he asks the name. Right. And the name doesn't line up on the board. No, it did line up on the board. I thought it was one of the names lined up, like a last name lined up on the board, but oh, the first oh, name okay. didn't. I didn't catch that. I didn't really catch it either. That's what I assumed happened. But i that's what I was thinking was happening, was he asked the name. He said he got like the last name right, but the first name was wrong, and he was looking at the board, and he was like, okay. And then and then I think that's when he hands him the gun. I think gun. you're right. So maybe that's what it was. I liked that. It was a good scene. I liked it a lot. Well, and then he tries to shoot him, of course, and yes. he's like, ha bitch. Yeah. But then backup shows yes <laughs> and he has to like run yeah and, and, th- and that's a rough time because he steps on glass he's mm-hmm. hurt he, he's really like i don't know if i'm gonna make it this time guys like i'm, I'm really trying but i'm it's me versus 10 people and mm-hmm. i'm and i'm beat up beat up <laughs> as hell and it's it's respect it's really good until we kind of get to the payoff scene which is john going in and unarmed and whatever but he's got he's got the gun taped to his back what else do they do that in they do that in a lot of things i know they do okay but this was the first one Prob- that did it yeah, that was kind I, of i would the definitely shtick. say that um i could look it up while you keep talking but um, i feel but like i a love lot that i remember every time i watch it, i'm like oh it's so good to tape it behind your back so you can just well mm-hmm. and then he does shoot him because they're yes. and he shoots him straight in the shoulder he falls back through the glass almost pulls his wife and he's like i'm gonna just unclip this little clasp here and mm-hmm. bye-bye <laughs> go away uh like, watch, I hope that watch, for, watch for the save and what does Dwayne say he's like i hope that wasn't a hostage oh and then, yeah <laughs> and then i was just like oh i mean in that situation what can you do it is I what guess. it is they're so fine you, you, you just kind of go i hope that wasn't a hostage because <laughs> it is what it is but honestly besides Ellis and Takagi, no one else died hostage wise. So, yeah. So they did win. Quote Gun, unquote. I'm looking up guns safe to the back. It's honestly just bringing up a lot of uh, just gun stuff. It is bringing up that Daniel. Um, Harry Craig? Potter. No, Radcliffe. Oh, Radcliffe movie where he's got guns taped to his hands. Yeah. You remember that? That's I want to see that movie. That looks I weird. Do. What was that one? Uh, it's called Guns Akimbo. Yes, I heard it was good. Really? I, I really never heard anything else behind it. I just saw the very famous picture of Daniel Craig outside with like animal slippers and a robe. And he's got two guns taped to his hands and just been like, what the fuck is this movie? But um, he's in a lot of weird shit. It's, and usually it's pretty fun. That's that's fine. He's made so much money from Harry Potter. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Like it's just, that's how he should live his life. If anything, um, well, whatever you want. I mean, project wise. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of like, I don't care. That's fine. And it does look interesting and good. Yeah. Um, I know Rupert Grint hasn't done a lot. He did like a TV show, but yeah. it didn't look good. Um, so yeah. Anyways, back to the point. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so they they win. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we have the scene where Al shoots Fritz to save mm-hmm. John and everything, and then they drive off in uh, Argyle's. Oh, we we limo. didn't even talk about Argyle. Oh no, we didn't. Argyle's just chilling. I liked I oh I did forget about it. So there's that one guy. He's the tech guy mm-hmm. that goes in, and I was like, oh, this is a this is a fucking psychopath mm-hmm. because they go in with this. Um, it was also another thing that I don't think I'd ever seen, like the the performance that they put on to kill the desk guy mm-hmm. of just like that. It's the tech guy, and he's going and he's talking about like a game or a football game or something, and it's just like he's talking crazy, talking wild, like he's just having a conversation with his friend, and then they walk up to the desk, and then they just pull out a gun and shoot him and that's mm-hmm. it and i'm like whoa that they was start fast i was like that was smooth oh mm-hmm. shit um but then argyle ends up uh not killing him but ramming him with a limo yeah. knocking him out and then kind of arresting him in his own way and stuff and it was just like okay okay um, also the guy who plays attack is sundown in top gun he's one of the which dog fighters which top gun the first one i don't remember that but that that's makes fine. sense all right um just random tidbit. But that's kind of all i have to say about die you know, hard it's it's not i i don't know it's it's amazing but it's not anything that's going to be like it's an action flick yeah and it's really good it's an 80s action flick that just really holds up yeah it really does surprisingly it's not even like really dated except like ellis but i mean ellis is not seen in a good light so even then yeah yeah i don't know i like it a lot hans gruber is really fucking great in this I was, absolutely i was like shit okay all right you can pick the next one of the three i say we do gremlins absolutely this this was also a new one for me you've never seen gremlins before this i don't think i had seen it all the way through i think i had seen like the first half and i knew the rules i knew the like you know don't feed them after midnight uh don't get them wet and don't i think i had forgotten the light thing but Mm -hmm. but it's still also, very 80s movies and just the like setting up the rules for this creature. Well, the first one is how to beat the rule. Yeah. The second one is um, the second one is that it's you technically could do it. It's just a way to get more of them. Yeah. Make but it, like they're not all good. No, but it is, but they're not like they have it transformed. Like if you actually could follow the third rule, the second rule isn't that bad. They're just kind of dicks. Yeah. But then it's the third rule, which is the one that makes everything go crazy. And that's the there are interesting rules because each one of them serves a purpose, mm-hmm. which is good. It's very it's kind of by the numbers, but it's in the time when that's the that's what you did. Yeah. And it works really well. Um, what are your thoughts? I, Pause point. <coughs> Sorry, I sound like the worst tickle in my throat. <clears> throat> it's COVID. It's not COVID. COVID is done now. Um, thankfully. Till next month. I fucking hope that. And there's a new strand. But anyways. So Gremlins is one of also my favorite Christmas slash horror movies. I think it was the first horror movie I actually sat down and watched. Yeah. Um, and it is a horror movie. Oh yeah, it should not be rated PG. <laughs> um, I was like 12. Yeah. And it was just on Netflix. And I was just alone on some random day. And I was like, yeah, I'll try yeah. it. Why the hell not? And then. I loved it at 12 and I still love it to this day. Um, I actually love it so much. My mom got it for me twice on accident for <laughs> Christmas. Um, but I, it's fun. I like I, Gizmo's fucking adorable. I like amazing his, puppetry in this. I would say that's the next thing. The puppetry across the board is fantastic. Yeah. It's also ridiculous and absurd. Mm-hmm. I love that the dad's like a horrible inventor, but Absolutely. I also love that his family still like tries to use said inventions. Yeah. I like the orange shoes that just, 
fucking explodes. Uh-huh. Um, um, I like that he's trying to sell just, just like a. I mean, what's the equivalent to that? Just a toiletry bag? Yeah, basically. I feel like a toiletry bag is way more convenient. It is, but that's kind of the point. I know. It's not everything he does is really great. None none of the things he does no, is really great. No. But it's just, I was I was like, man, the ball's on it. Because he was selling it. Yeah. He was trying to sell it. Um, and then he just all he ended up doing was walking out with something. Um, which, do you love Gizmo? I love Gizmo. I know you would love Gizmo. I wouldn't name a dog Gizmo. No. Yes. <laughs> I would not want to do that. But, um, yeah, the puppetry is fucking amazing. The I think my favorite bit in this is the microwave. Whenever she microwaves one of them? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so good with the, like... Let's talk about the mom scene, though. The oh, whole thing. I want... No, I gotta hold on on this microwave scene. Because, like, it... She just fucking microwaves, which I think is one of the things that we've all been like curious how that would work if yeah. you put something in there, which it just explodes. But just the like it explodes and then it cuts to her and then it goes ding. <laughs> I was like, awesome. It was great. Well, and like she stabs another one. Yes. Um, I think what is, you can kill these things. It's yeah, fine. It's like you can't. And like she, she goes for it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, they all and then like it just kind of it just ramps up and up and up where it's like they stripe i Mm -hmm. guess he's the leader he jumps into the pool and there's just like this huge so hundreds come out of that yeah and it's just like oh my god well and i love that like whenever they're in the movie theater and they're all watching he's like watching snow white and they (laughs) love it they're like what the fuck they're all smoking and i know drinking they're drinking and playing uh poker and i think there's a hooker one like it's just and like the the creativity that they Mm -hmm. really took with it was really fun i think they just played with the idea of like these are cute creatures how can we turn them into the most despicable debauchery filled like just creatures and i was like it it works it's also like sorry but it's just like the quintessential like what is bad at that in the mm-hmm. 80s it's like it's smoking it's gambling and it's drinking mm-hmm. and that's what they do they love it all <laughs> well and they're and i love that like i love that like that's how certain people die because like the old lady who was like a bitch to him the whole movie <laughs> just gets thrown, just gets thrown out, out her fucking window um i love that cops just leave they're like this is not worth my pay grade i'm not doing this i just i think they had a lot of fun like being like how do we terrorize people but like yeah in a creative kid way absolutely <laughs> and they it, did it it's just a i think that's what it that's the fun of having like a very simple premise is you can just kind of get really creative mm-hmm. with it um but is it like an episode of buffy like the vampire slayer I haven't really watched that okay. show to be honest. Same energy the whole show. Oh, well, at least the first couple seasons. Okay, interesting. Um this one was this one was fine. Like I liked it, but I I, I wasn't like, oh my god, this is amazing. It won't blow you away. It's it's a fun non-Christmas Christmas yeah. movie that has a good twist and goofy. Yeah. I think so I think it, just, it it's really good. It's got some pretty good comedic moments and then it just it it ends with uh the Chinese guy going like I'm I'm taking this mm-hmm. one back. You, no. You don't get to. <laughs> uh though he does say the kid might in the future or something, which I feel is a little bullshit. But yeah. that kid Well, that in the second movie he gets him again. That's kind of really. a shtick. I that would make sense. But that kid does not really take care of Gizmo very well either. No, he doesn't. He just kind of like fucking neglects him too. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> I'm one I'm to talk. I'll say that to my dog too. But it's, <laughs> but they've got, he's got like six of these things now. Yeah. Gizmo's kind of the only one that's chilling. But then, but he only deals with the other five by just going like, hey, shut up. <laughs> and that's it. And I'm like, okay. 
you yeah, suck at this. Yeah, he's, he wasn't great. He was good to Gizmo, though. Yeah, which um, I guess, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I also love that like, Gizmo gets to drive a little car later <laughs> to like kill Stripe and stuff. That was fun. Stripe's just making fun of Gizmo. Yeah. They're like fucking hanging Gizmo or something. I know. They hang the dog. The poor dog yeah. and poor Gizmo. They deserve better, and they got better. They, <laughs> yes. they both live, so yeah. like... The they, rest died, so... They definitely just had the dad take the dog so they didn't have to keep the dog on set, though. And yeah. that's so funny. Yeah. That they were like, okay, we can't, this is too much. We got this. Is, oh, oh, this is our last day? Um, okay, we can write that in. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> we can just work it out. It works. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really have too much to say about this. Know, it's just a fun one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just glad we both watched it. Yes. For this holiday time. Yeah. And then we've got some other one, a couple last ones, finisher yes. ones, which... I I didn't watch them all. I didn't watch either of these all the way through. I just kind of watched the beginning to refresh. Mm-hmm. Um, which one would you like to start with? I'll start with Iron Man. I know you would. Three. Uh, Iron Man three is really fun. It's really good. Yeah, I. It's not really good, but like it's. It's my favorite Iron Man. That you're fucking insane for that, but it's um it's a really fun time. It's a good buddy cop film. Mm-hmm. Like it's and it's set at Christmas. I think there are good elements to it. This probably would have been the vibe of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which yeah. we wanted to do. But it wasn't on anything. And we just kind of went, four movies is enough. Yeah. But yeah, it's because it's also from the director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, and it has Robert Downey Jr. in it. Yeah. And I like a lot of the stuff with it. The Mandarin is... Um, I like the fake Mandarin, the actor. The fact that the real Mandarin is the Eldridge Killian is very weird and... I'll give him points just because it's that it was hard to deal with this character. Um, he's yeah. a, he's a very racist character, um, so it's just kind of hard to deal with it and everything. But they're like, oh, I'm the, it's not good. Um, well, the only reason they had the guy be the main villain instead of the girl that like was working with him is because they didn't think the girl toys would quote uh, yeah, unquote sell, true. which is so stupid. Because mm. like this this movie has issues. I'm not gonna say it doesn't. Yes, but I like the kid. I like that um, Tony has like a panic attack after mm. the events of Avengers. Very interesting and good and i like i love i love the scene when his house blows up yes. and he puts the suit on uh what's your face it's all right it's so good <laughs> it's all right because uh, he goosebumps i, think I love thing. it i think mark 42 might be my least favorite armor i mean i don't i don't i don't care about the suits i care about like i do I care about but i don't i just I, like the s- certain scenes and moments i just don't really like that suit that much the like it comes in parts i don't really like whatever that gold is it's like a w- lesser gold it's not very good i don't like the color scheme of it it's no for me the yeah for me the best suit up is the mark five that's not the best suit but that suit up is really good mm-hmm. where it comes out of the suitcase the best suit well, for me, the best suit is from Endgame. I mean, that's fair. Um, but it's, but yeah, that 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 Mark Forty Two. It definitely, at the time, it felt like that was supposed to be the ultimate one because we thought this might just been when we were done seeing uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. He hadn't even started yet. But um, yeah, but no, like I I thought it it seemed like it was going to be like this big thing and it was the best one yet. But I was like, it's all right. Um, I didn't really care about it. So like that. Yeah, it's nice whenever Pepper suits up in it, but I like her better in the rescue armor. I mean, that's fair. I just like the action of him mm-hmm. putting Pepper in it. It's a whole thing. I like the uh, barrel of monkeys scene. That's fair. And I like the fact that it's real all remote controlled and he's just not in it for that scene. Um, and I like I like seeing all the other armors like in the final mm-hmm. um, battle. That's fun. I like it. It's really great. I think a lot of people wanted Happy to be in one of those suits. The, like, <laughs> the big... Um, 
I don't even know what it's called. It does Hulkbuster? have a name. No, it's not a Hulkbuster, but it's it's got that vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, it has a name, but I'm forgetting it. But um, but like I just like seeing all the different suits and everything. And then he blows up all the suits, and then it's it's yeah. whatever. I don't care either. Um, I I just think it's really fun and great. It's not an amazing MCU. No, movie. it's not like an awesome like best thing since sliced bread. But and for the MCU. It was it definitely stuck out a mm-hmm. bit like a sore thumb. But uh, if you judge the movie on its own, I think it's really fun. Yeah, it's just just fun. That, and I think it's probably why it's my favorite. Yeah, is because I just enjoy sitting and watching it. Yeah, it's, I, I, I love it. It's like fun. there's definitely better ones. It's, it didn't make my top 10 for a reason. It's really good at domestic superhero stuff. Yeah, it is. Because you get to see him with the kid and everything. And it's and he's arguing with Pepper. And it's it's. Um, I don't know. It's it's less. It feels less stakes. Yeah. Um, strangely enough, I guess after Avengers. But um, what did you think? What do you think it would have been like if the Mandarin just it just wasn't revealed that it was an actor and he actually was like that? Because I'll admit that looked really fucking good and terrifying. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it would have been a very different movie. Yes. But what about just like even the consequences to like the rest of the MCU? Because now that guy is coming back. Yeah, I John, Jonathan Slat, Slattery mm-hmm. like he's been in Shang-Chi. He's going I think he's going to be in other ones, too. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in one. I forget what it is, but he's going to be in another project. So it's like, what do you think it would have been like if it was revealed that the Mandarin was just this guy and he's fucking terrifying? I think he probably would have died that movie. Probably. What do you think it would have done for Shang-Chi? I don't know. Do you think it? Do you think it? I think it would have changed what Shang-Chi was. Do you think that would be for the better or the worse? worse i like him in shang chi <laughs> i like him in this he's dumb yeah i like the I little like animal some... he gets in shang chi it's I, funny yeah i like the animal he gets i just mean like for the mandarin i think the mandarin i think he is good but i think it's also just very it's a little generic i mean that's fair so i i don't know i don't know but anyway, I, I think i do think that like that john slattery those uh videos that he sends after a terrorist attack mm-hmm. it's really interesting and really terrifying and it's real like he shoots that he probably doesn't shoot that guy in real life but he shoots that guy on screen on camera if the president doesn't call and the president does call mm-hmm. and he's just like yeah i'm just gonna shoot the guy that's fucking terrifying and i was like this is really interesting it got really intense and i remember mm-hmm. at first I was like i think that's probably what made me really hook into it mm-hmm. and then it took the turn of like the guy and yeah. the girl and i was like eh, that's a little you don't care about i think it is funny i care about the girl i don't care about the guy no i just mean the uh slattery how do you feel about the reveal that it's an actor i love that yeah i I think think it's fucking funny it was a big fuck you to to just the whole thing and you know how i feel about a big fuck you to the audience um so it's very funny to me but yeah i this movie's fun i like it all the time it's a good one um but no it's it's not my favorite it's just iron man iron man is just a good movie yeah and it's so like i it's hard to beat that one there are better ones in the mcu but that one's like for Iron Man, it's an amazing Iron Man story. I agree. I'm excited for Iron Heart. Me too. Um, and then the last one, which I <coughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm dying. And then the last one, which I am I insist on. Yes. <laughs> is Batman Returns. That's how you knew I wouldn't pick it. Yeah, because that's a it's another one. It's a Christmas movie. I fucking hate this that movie. That really doesn't have anything to do with Christmas. It's just set at Christmas time. The only thing I like is the world building. And it's because Tim Burton's awesome. That's right. I sent you notes. I feel like I should go back to these notes. Um, Pause. We, yeah. We do have to. I have to leave in 12 minutes. That's fine. So we'll you might wrap. have to clean up without me. That's fine. We're wrapping up now. Okay. I just want you. 
We're going to pause um, right now anyways because I'm going to look for these texts. Hey, you sent a few. No, I got them. I'm just going to do the ones that you responded to. Uh, so, yeah, I was like, dude, I love it. Like, I just love Tim Burton's Gotham. It's so weird and amazing. And you're like, you're absolutely correct. It is. And I, it's so, it is good. It's so fun. It's so weird and gothic and outlandish and like oh my gosh he writes a big yellow fucking duck like i love it it's so fucking great and weird and oh it's so fun um so you agree on that i what was the other one um when he's killing all the clowns in gotham only time i'm okay with him openly killing yeah i actually am just because it's well one it's like 30 years old now i'm not really going to be have that idea of like oh but batman doesn't kill he does he does kill in these mm-hmm. movies you just have to get past it and you know what they're funny and weird yep. <laughs> he sticks that bomb in that clown's pants and then shoves him down a storm drain or something and he blows up it's hilarious and he's got a big smile on his face when he does it <laughs> and then he sets that other clown on fire with a backdraft to the batmobile <laughs> yeah he does <laughs> it's just like this is so fun and weird and stupid and it's definitely like the tim burton of it like you can yes. tell like tim was like how can i be groovy while also being gruesome at the same time yes and it's just it's so fun and ridiculous and all while being set at christmas time <laughs> it's like it just it adds to it and it's so fun you have to admit admit that danny devito makes a hell of a performance he's that it's is something word, that is word for word what i texted but just like come on it's something what'd you say it's definitely something it, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's i just hate the penguin in this movie but he puts in like everything like he gives it his all danny devito always gives it all and i can respect that the prosthetics on it he's so fucking gross like you I hate, hate looking it. at it him. makes me uncomfortable he's, so, he's like he devours just like a raw fish and it's just like that's his delicacy or something i just don't enjoy my time when i see this movie <laughs> like i'm like okay like it's there but i like, enjoy oh. it so much oh, God, i hate it i hate it with a burning passion what about uh max landis or um no really why are we so bad at why am i so bad at actors names today yeah, i don't know you know him who? christopher walken oh who did he play oh. he's a businesswoman, late or a guy that pushes catwoman out the window oh i hated him but like he wasn't that bad no but he's like it's a pretty good performance as like this businessman and yeah. everything what about selena kyle catwoman I thought that was um. Do you mean it's Selena? Selena Kyle's Selena her Kyle actual is name. The character's name. Okay, I was like, Michelle I was like, that's no, Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought. Um, I mean, I it got it. It just got really dark. This one was just really dark. That's Tim Burton for I you. I know, but the first one wasn't that dark. We'll t- we'll get to the suit, but like I think the um for Catwoman, I think the character is. Well, one, it, it definitely is in line with like, oh, it's a Catwoman, so it's she's gonna be like a cat, and she's gonna have nine lives, which I'm not gonna say it is it it's ridiculous for that character but it's also the thing like in the first batman movie um batman like whenever uh the reporter wakes up Mm -hmm. and batman's sleeping he's sleeping upside down but it's like he's not an actual bat no (laughs) but this one it's kind of the thing of like okay we pushed our window that was one of her lives she's got eight more and then uh we're dealing with that and she has like this weird magical mystical powers goes through a psychotic break yeah where she and then i did like the scene where she shows up at the um the office with bruce wayne there yeah Uh, it's good because it's a fuck you max landis like i'm alive somehow you don't know how but i'm Mm -hmm. alive and i'm gonna come back for it for you somehow uh oh i'm very attractive to you bruce wayne i'm gonna flirt with you and it's very nice and i was like okay i like this 
I did like Catwoman way more than the Penguin. <laughs> yes. Um, to say the least. But she also is just a lot. I yeah, it is a lot. But I I think that in the ridiculousness of it, I do like the hello there hell here. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's ridiculous, but it is niche and it it kind of just gives the vibe that you want. It is kind of it's very it feels very on the nose, but it does its job well. Yeah, that's what I'll say. And I I like it. I do like it. And then the suit. We we talked about the suit, but let's talk about the suit. I think it's the best one we have. I don't I think it's really, great. I don't that's think fair. it's great. That's fair. I think all the stitches and everything, it's weird, but it's a full body suit, which I like, which I like that it's a full body suit. A lot of times they'll over sexualize the Catwoman mm-hmm. costumes and everything. There's a lot of stomach and it's weird. I like that it's a full body suit. I like the mask a lot. That's fair. I think that's really good. I think the fact that there's so many stitches and it is, it does feel very gimp suit. It's very weird, and it's not my favorite thing. And I think there's better, but ye, I don't think I like the Batman suit. I Catwoman I suit. I don't think that's. The I one. just like the beanie. It's so stupid. I it's, think it's so funny. It is stupid, but it's not in a way of like, oh, look how stupid it is. Isn't that fun? It looks like it was cheap, and that's why they did it. Yeah, I don't care. I, I don't think it's want goofy. That. that feels like laziness, not because it feels. And I don't know. They they. It's it feels more like they just put all the money into the Batman suit. I mean, you could be right. I don't know. I think it's fun. I don't I just thought it was funny. I don't like it. I even like the bodysuit in that. I I but the the fact that the mask is a beanie that she just cut a hole out of, fuck you. I don't like it. I just like the idea that's that like not better than this one, which is at least an attempt at a suit. That's fair. I think in my head I was like, LOL. So you just had this great suit and then went, fuck, I forgot a mask. <sighs> and I feel like she literally just put the beanie on and went, oh, look, cat ears. And then just went like, I just uh, love that idea that it. she's so serious and all that. But then she just has like a beanie. I think it's stupid. I just liked it. I don't know. It is stupid. I just I don't think it's funny. I think it's just stupid. I mean, that's fair. Um, But I think I don't know. I think we could I think we have yet to seen a good cat woman like a really good one yeah i think you're probably right not the halle berry one no that one gets over sexualized yeah oh and then anne hathaway didn't even really have one yeah i don't like hers i don't like any of the suits in that world yeah it all sucks i don't know they're fine they're not good suits i like bane bane it's looked cool no they're too they're too realistic i mean that's fair but that's definitely like the take he was taking but that's such a stupid take i mean fuck you christopher nolan get weirder you fucking make Tenet, which was a weird ass movie. Why don't you make Batman weirder? I mean, that's fair. Have you heard about Tenet? No, but I know it's weird. Yeah, isn't so it like time traveling or something? It's a. It's a, a. They can reverse. They can reverse things. They can play things in backwards, um, and then maybe they redo it again, or maybe they can do things while things are going in backwards. I don't really know. It's it's his take on James Bond, but it's also he fucked up the sound. Yeah. You, you've heard about that. Though. I have heard about that. The sound he like has defended it of just like these novice like movies goers. It's like, no, we can't fucking hear what they're saying. And this is bad. Yeah. Now I do want to watch it. Now that you bring that up, because I just want to be able to shit on the sound. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do a drunk commentary. Yeah. I, I really want to do it. You really want to do this. You had this idea yesterday. You're like, let's do it. Right it now. sounds fun. Let's go for it. Well, I've been watching a lot more of. Um, Brazel, have you heard of him? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, you're on YouTube. He does. Uh, I sent you one though, mm-hmm. but it, the, he it's just them doing drunk uh, movie commentaries, and they're shorter. It's all edited, so it's not like a real commentary. But it's just like it. They're they're fun, and I like them, and I want to do one. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but 
I, I love Batman. Returns. I hate that fucking movie. It's so fucking fun. I know. It, it, people say it's like the best Batman movie. And I, would I not say hate that. it. <laughs> I, I hate would, it with a burning passion. Would not say that, but I definitely think it's not as bad as you say. I mean, it that's is. fine. I hate it. <laughs> I just hate it. It's so really much. good. I love the penguin in it. I love uh yeah, I love how gross he is in it because that's what they were going for. And it's so much. And he's like, it's weird that he just rocks up and he's like a, supposed to be a sophisticated guy, but he's all grimy as hell and he looks disgusting, but he's using that to his advantage. And then it's like, my name is Oswald Cobblepot. And yeah. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I don't give a shit, but that's fine. Um, and all that sort of stuff. I love, I just love it. I think it's great. It's disgusting. But what about, um, yeah, what is it? The Catwoman kisses Max Landis and electrocutes both of them. That's fine. That's great. Is That's it Max fine. Landis? Is Max, no. Max Landis is a real person, isn't it? I think so. Who's this guy's name? I don't know. I've been saying Max Landis. I haven't seen this movie in so long. I just know I hate it. I think Max Landis is. He's an American writer. (laughs) He's 37. What has he written? Oh, he wrote. Oh, he did Chronicle. Hold on. I guess he maybe he wrote Chronicle. The Death and Return of Superman, really. He did Bright. Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah. I think I've heard about this guy and not in a good. Oh, what is the deal with Max Landis? Oh, yes. Landis has been criticized for statements he has made about women, and he has been accused of abuse and sexual misconduct on several women and industry figures. Okay. So I'm that actually. It's Max Shrek. It is Max Shrek. Well, I'm fine with fucking it up because fuck Max Landis. Yeah. But no, it's Max Shrek. (laughs) I love that through this, now you hate someone and you're like. I had heard about him. I had heard about him and I had heard some bad things about him, but I just, I, I blended these two characters together, but at the same time, maybe that's the same character. Yeah. But no, it's Max Shrek. My bad. It's, it's Christopher Christopher Walken. Um, (laughs) I love that. I fucked that up. That's great. Actually. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like she kisses him, but it uses like an electrical alive wire and just yeah. fucking like electrocutes them both. But she's fine because that was just another life or anything. I I really want to return to this world. And we might. We might. Yeah, we might. Um, I do know in the Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, CW1, they there was a newspaper from that world. And it just it just said that uh, Bruce Wayne and uh, Selena Kyle got married. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So they, they got married at least. Um, you're not getting Michelle Pfeiffer back. No, no, you're not. You're but not. you got Michael Keaton, so I don't know. I hope it's good. Yeah. Well, I don't even care if it's good. I just hope Michael Keaton's fun. That's fair. It's <laughs> all I'm there for. I think it'll be fun. I don't know. This movie's that movie's gonna be fucking. Yeah, Flash weird. is gonna be rough. I don't even care if it reboots anything because I feel like it doesn't matter if it reboots no, it anything. Doesn't. Whatever they reboot it in, I don't think that's what they're gonna use. Mm-mm. It's just. <laughs> We it's just, just gonna be we just have to, i think james was like all right so we just gotta get through 2023 so i can actually get shit is. done 2024 is when we actually start the dc universe which i'm okay with hopefully it's okay Unless by they then. get fired by then which they absolutely could who knows i hope not oh my god they, they haven't even done anything yet <laughs> they get fired before i it, mean during the year uh yeah like i wouldn't put it above warner brothers to just be like you're fired we're still gonna release the projects you greenlit but now we're gonna do our own thing <laughs> it was so i don't know anyways no you're right um well with that that is all the movies that we have um 
anything else that you'd like to say? No, not really. This was fun though. I liked watching non-Christmas movies that are Christmas movies. It was it was really fun. Um, I promise that next year we will actually like do a more Christmas yeah. theme. We were going to, I swear to God. Yes, but um, Avatar is getting in the way, and we're going to do Glass Onion, which are not Christmas movies no. at all. So we have to do those and everything. But um. Yeah, next year we'll really go more gung-ho on it. Yeah. But with that, um, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do that at backtothepoint21 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram, which is back to the point of the same name. Uh, if you want to reach out to us directly, my Instagram is bombasticbrad1. Uh, yours is... Plutonic Seth, like the planet. We're keeping Gus proud. Amen. And with that, we will leave you guys... To be continued with Avatar, the way of water. See you next time. See ya.